Oh yeah. Yeah, we're going around a bit, boy. Um, boy, oh, we're going around a bit, boy. We're going around a bit, boy. Um, hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Got right, um, You know what I'm saying? Start of a f -f 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 fresh week. You know, and you know what that means, bro. You know what a fresh start to a fresh week means it means that you my friend it means that you my friend have another opportunity to be great this seven day period all right that means you know what that means you don't even if even if let's you know what you know what to pass maybe seven's too big of a number let's let's subtract the weekend and let's just leave it with the monday through friday work week all right let's win the week baby let's be productive baby you gonna do it bro you gonna make it you that nigga i swear to god i swear to god eric i swear to god eland all right all right if there's any my nigga jj all right you know what i'm saying all right bro it's, it's all, all everybody bro all right Everybody, bro, to this week is your week to prove to yourself, not nobody else, bro, not nobody else, but it's, it is the week to prove to yourself that you that nigga, all right? You that nigga you always said you were, okay? Everything you've ever told anybody about yourself is true, and this is the week that you do it, all right? Especially if you was telling people positive things about yourself, all right? If you tell people that you will hustle, you tell people, you know what I'm saying, hey, bro, I do this and that. You know what I'm saying? I I, I I do good stuff in this world. Then, hey, this is your week. You know what I'm saying? To, to prove it to yourself, all right? You know what I'm saying? This is time to make sure that you're not capping on you. You know what I mean? All right? We're not going to let none of the bullshit bother us, all right? We're not going to let not we're not we're going to let none of the none of the bad things that may come our way this week bother us or take us off our path of being, you know, healthy, happy individuals. You know what I'm saying? We're going to cultivate these relationships. You know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to let people know how much they mean to us. You're going to let yourself know how much you mean to you. All right. Because if, you know, you know, because if there's, if there's no self-love, there's no love at all. You know what I mean? If you can't love yourself, you can't love nobody and you can't be loved by nobody. All right. So let's just, let's, let's go ahead and just put that out there that this week is the week that we love ourselves. Okay. Okay, this is the week we love ourselves. Monday through Sunday, we love ourselves all week, baby, and then we do it again on next Monday. All right, but that's 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 next that's next episode. All right, we ain't even got that far. Look at you, bro. So excited, you're ahead of yourself. All right, yeah, you're out here, you're out here look, looking to the future. That's growth. All right, that's growth. We used to be stuck in the past, then we was just stuck in today. All right, but now we look into the future. So you know that that is growth. That is growth on this podcast, okay? Goo-wop with the oo-wop, goo-wop with the oo-wop, goo-wop with the oo-wop, goo-wop. Oh, yeah. You know? Whoo, pretty, uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, you know, for, for the most part, you know, it's been a, it's been a good day so far. It's about, I'm recording the podcast a little later than I usually do, all right? It's about noon. All right, I usually try to get this bitch done at like 9 a.m., all right? But uh, actually, your boy has, I've been trying to like restructure, you know, kind of how I go about, you know, my days, all right? You know, y'all know Guwap, bro, all right? You know, Guwap is all about trying to get better, all right? That's just why I'm doing this, all right? I'm trying to get better, trying to get better, trying to be a better me. You know, hopefully, hopefully me trying to be a better me helps you be a better you, all right, that's, that's, that's the whole reason I'm here, baby, and, you know, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to, like, start implementing, like, more healthy habits, all right, like, I'm trying to, like, structure my day in a way that's healthier for me, both mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, all right, spiritually, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel like a lot of us don't take into account all the things that, you know, come together to make a good day, you know, because, I mean, a good week, it's easy to have a good week. The, the hardest thing is, honestly, having a good day. If you can string two, three, I, I mean, ideally, if you can get three to four good days in a week, you won the week, all right? You know, three days, in a five-day week, you know, when you're having a series to five, you know what I'm saying, or a series of five, you know, you only need to win three. You know, in a series of seven, you only need to win four, all right? So I feel like it's just, you know, you, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Just keep pushing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't let this bullshit bother you. I'm only saying it because it's bullshit, 
bothering me. But other than that, everything's been great. All right, everything's been great. Other than that, you know the the North Carolina Comedy Festival. All right, that was this past week. I don't know if if you if you didn't listen to the last episode to hear my show dates, bro. I, I know because you ain't show up. All right, yeah, I know, I know, I do. All right. Uh, shouts out to Jenny Stencil. Shouts out to Steve Lesser. Shouts out to AJ Schrader. Shouts out to the Idiot Box. All right. Shouts out to Four Saints Brewing for fucking just yo just being a big part of helping the comedy community here in North Carolina and at large. You know, just kind of continue to grow and expand and do bigger and better things. All right. So you know, whoo and big shouts out to those people. If I don't really care where you live, you know, if I'm being honest. But, yo, definitely, bro, if you have a local comedy club or if you know that there's, like, comedy shows, you know, at a bar or something in your hometown or somewhere near you, hey, bro, for sure, go out, support live comedy. Go out, support, you know what I'm saying, people who aren't on Netflix, who aren't on TV, you know, bro, go go support those people that are working on their craft, trying to get to those levels because that's where everybody started, you know. And, you know, I, I, I really do just want to send out that just – heartfelt thank you you know appreciation uh to the idiot box to jenny to steve to aj you know everybody who volunteered everyone who showed up all the you know other local businesses who sponsored you know i just want to i goo up appreciates what you've done all right you're making a difference in a lot of people's lives including mine all right so i just want to want a quick old shout out you know what i'm saying to the fam got down uh yeah the festival was fucking dope you know, it was, uh, it was a fun festival. Uh, a lot of funny-ass people coming from all over, you know, this this this, this, this big, beautiful nation. You know what I'm saying? She, she, sea to shining sea, you know? It was just, it was just, it was just fantastic. I've seen, in this past weekend, I've seen some comedians do comedy in ways I didn't think comedy was supposed to be done all right like i i, I really did I, I will honestly say that this festival was super educational for me you know I, it was super educational just seeing the way other people go about telling a joke just seeing you know kind of being able to feel the cadence of you know how other people kind of flow it was, it was very nice if you're i don't care what you do you don't have to do comedy you know you don't have to do comedy to listen to this podcast but uh i feel like it's very important like if you if other people that do what you do are accessible to you, you're able to see them, you know what I'm saying, in person, working, you know, see the process. Or at the very least, you know, in uh, in this context, you know, even just seeing the end product, you know, of months or years of people working on jokes and things like that. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just always a nice thing to see, you know, because I feel like I really did walk away with just kind of like, oh, I know what I can do better. You know, I know what I can do better as a comedian. I know what I can do better, to be honest, just as a person. You know, there's a lot of wisdom, you know, when, you, when you're when you talking to a lot of people from a lot of different places, a lot of different backgrounds, you know. So it was honestly just a very, a very fucking dope thing. You know, it was, it was, it was fun as fuck. All right. You know, if he was there, he was there. If he weren't, hey, you know what I'm saying? You square. Because you weren't around. All right. Okay. Yeah, shout, shout out to all that. Um, damn, you know what else? Is, what, what what's been what's been what's been going on? Goo wop, a goo wop. Oh, what's been? Yo, did this thing just fucking move? Yo, all right, all right. Just so y'all know, this might be the last episode. I use this specific green screen. All right, like this green screen is going into retirement. It's only been out here for what three weeks, two weeks, whatever, bro. It really don't matter, bro. I, I'm not satisfied. With the way this green screen has been acting, all right. That's why you know if you're if you're if you're an avid listener and you're like, well, why haven't I seen any new clips from any new episodes of the UWAP? It's because of this stupid ass green screen. You know, it's kind of and to be honest, it's probably not even a big deal. All right, it's probably the 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 the, the hundred people who were actually going to see it and maybe like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they really give a fuck. But you know, it's for me. You know, I I care. I care about how this looks, okay? Uh, yeah, like I said, bro, super fucking dope week. Um, was on some fucking dope-ass shows, boys. Some dope shows, man. Uh, 
And I, I still got more dope shows coming up. Matter of fact, my calendar's right there. I'm about to, I'm about to, I know it's early in the, in the episode, but you know, am I, we going to read off some dates real quick, just so y'all know where to catch your boy. All right. Now, listen, if you fuck with a nigga and you just want to see me before the end of September, I'm going to be on September 15th. That's this Wednesday. I'm going to be in Wilson, North Carolina. All right. Uh, the 16th, that's Thursday. I'm going to be in Altima Hall, North Carolina. All right. Uh, the 17th, I'll be at the Arctic Theater or the ART, ARTC, whatever it's called. All right. It's a theater. I'm doing a theater show in Winston-Salem, baby. It's Friday. All right. Next week. Wednesday, nothing. Next week, Thursday, you want to see me? I'm at North Street in Raleigh, North Carolina, all right? Friday and Saturday, hey, I'm going to the beach, baby. Come to the Carolina Comedy Club because I'm going to be there Friday and Saturday, all right? That's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, everybody, all right? I'm making moves out of town, baby, doing a weekend. All right, all right, all right, let's, let's, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk that real, all right? Let's talk that real, all right? talk that real that real actually I, I feel really good like i physically feel good i went on a i went on a run earlier today i don't know if you can tell uh by just the, the pure energy uh, in my voice the, the the level of uh endorphins and dopamine radiating from my chest into my voice into this microphone these wires you know what i'm saying into the interface into you know, my laptop and hopefully from there into a cloud into uh, your ears, you know, uh, you know, that's that's the ideal way. I want you to also enjoy the endorphins. I just did went on a nice run. All right. It's wrong. I feel like I like, you know, not necessarily not that I feel like I know for a fact, like, you know, I, I have been. Uh, I mean, first of all, I think we all we've all been working out wrong our whole lives. All right. We've all been working out wrong. OK, like uh, listen, I know controversial guy to uh give it you know to take advice from in the moment in the current moment day and time you know but uh joe rogan well i don't know if he said it or if someone who was just on the joe rogan experience said it but you know when you work out you know you're only supposed to you know uh expend 70 percent of yourself all right like you're not supposed to get super sore afterwards you're not you shouldn't be exhausted after you know working out you should feel good and uh, i've been trying to implement that you know Cause I feel like before the main reason I wasn't working out is because in my mind, you know, in the way that, you know, I ideally feel like I should be able to work out. Uh, it just, it just wasn't fitting into, you know, the schedule. You know what I mean? I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do at the time that I felt like it would be best for me to do it. And, you know, now I'm really trying to fucking stop holding myself back. So, you know, I'm listen, bro. Listen, I, First off, if you don't got a whiteboard or a corkboard, and I, I heavily suggest both. Get a big-ass whiteboard that's just a whiteboard, and then get a big-ass corkboard that's just a corkboard. I swear to God, it would change the way you go about your daily life. And all I've done was, you know, on the whiteboard, I write down what my ideal, uh, well, like, how, like, I want my ideal day to go. You know, like, oh, and I, I usually start, I start at 8, you know. I usually wake up between... 6 30 and 7 o'clock you know so i mean you know i usually an hour after i get up it's how 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 do i want to start my day uh and i'm gonna keep it hot i've been implementing it maybe the last few days and it's been working out phenomenally you know what i mean i've been getting everything i want to get done done you know even if it doesn't happen at the in the exact time frame you know that i that i want to get it done it still gets done all right and even then i still might even get it done early just because you know, like I said, I get up at 6, 30, 7 o'clock. I might be a little proactive. I might have a little quicker start to my day because I slept good or whatever variations are happening, you know. But I, I feel like the biggest thing for me was it's just like not to put such specific goals, you know what I'm saying, on everything. And that might sound counterproductive, you know, for people who are very goal-oriented goal like myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very goal-oriented person. Uh but, you know, I, I, I have honestly found it easier to say, it's easier for me to say I'm going to do something versus I'm going to do this uh, this specific thing, you know? Like, I, I woke up this morning, I was like, I know I got to exercise. It doesn't have to be a long-ass exercise, even though if I had it my way, I would go to a gym, I would fucking do 30 minutes of cardio, 
probably lift for 30 minutes and then do another 30 minutes of cardio. You know what I mean? But that's just not how I'm living. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta come up with other ways to, you know, make that work for me. So now it's just like, all right, well, I know usually, you know, between eight and nine, I'm gonna eat breakfast and stuff like that. After nine o'clock, I'm, to be honest, I'm lollygagging until about 10 ish. All right. I'm a lot of times I'm lollygagging until 10. So it's just like, all right, well, if I know I'm a lollygag for an hour, instead of spending that hour watching YouTube, you know what I mean? All right. How about I just go for a quick little 30 minute run? You know, I can run, take a shower and all that stuff. And, you know, be, you know, still start work at 10, you know what I mean? Or 1030 or whatever, even though I know I saw, um, I said earlier, I'm recording this shit at noon. All right. I got other stuff to do still, you know, still got other shit, other shit, you know, uh, fuck, what else has been going on, what else has been going on in my mind, ah. ooh, uh, rub it a double, ooh, um, shit, to be honest, this is why I need to start writing shit down, bro, you know what I mean, like, I, I keep telling myself to write down things to talk about, Cause I like throughout the week, I would just have mad things to talk about. And then all of a sudden, you know, your boy gets on the mic and can't find shit to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here rambling. I'm like, I don't know what. Oh, well, one thing I have actually thought about, I thought about actually a lot uh, recently, like the past few days. And, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can, you can, you can, you know, rebuttal me if you, if you so desire. But uh, I think that um, CBD is going to be like the new, like Robitussin, you know what I mean? Or it's like, it's like the new Motrin or talent, whatever, whatever Benadryl, right? Whatever over the counter pharmaceutical that you use to fix everything, CBD is the new that. Cause it's like, bro, oh, your head hurt. I'm gonna choose CBD, all right? I'm tired, I need to sleep, I'm insomniac, you know? Take a CBD, my elbow hurts. Hey, bro, take a CBD. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can gum it, you can smoke it, you could get the oils, you can rub it on yourself, ointments. Um, I would not be surprised if someone has like masturbated with CBD oil or like a CBD lotion. And I, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if it felt amazing. You know, like could you? <laughs> I feel like you try to like beat your meat with CBD. Uh, it's just like you, like you just can't stay hard. You know, you just, it's just rope in your hand. All right. Cause it's like you, you're excited, but relaxed. You know what I mean? Isn't that, isn't that CBD? Hey, where my doctor's at? And that, that how CBD works? Like you, you're, you're relaxed, but all right, go up. You know what I'm saying? You ain't have to talk about <clears throat> people playing with themselves like that. You know what I'm saying? Pulling the pecker, you know what I'm saying? As they call it. Uh, fuck, dude. That sounded very what? Fuck, dude. You know? So I live my life now. All right. I live my life. Uh, very, uh, I like to straddle the cultural lines. You know what I mean? Uh, all of this is like, right. Uh, I literally, I literally read, I like, I listened to like two Paramore albums over the weekend. You know what I mean? Like I just driving around the city of Greensboro. I've been listening to Paramore. The, uh, the, was it, what was the first one? All we know. Right. Or was it? It's called All We Know, or All We Know Is Falling Apart. That something like that, something along those lines. You know, their second album, Riot. You know, my personal favorite album by Paramore. Shouts out to Haley Williams. Oh my God, she. You know, she's just. You know, I don't eat pork, but goddamn. You know what I mean? That's a joke for the Nation of Islam. All right. Okay. Okay, David. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Have you? I don't know how uh, how into like listening to like new music you guys are, you know. But you know, hey, I am super curious to know what y'all thought of uh, you know Certified Lover Boy and Donda. You know what I mean? And also Baby Keem's album, bro. I feel like Baby Keem is going to be Baby Keem is the new wave. All right, Baby Keem is finna be the next dude that like the next. So you like you know like. Uh, I was born in 97. For those of you who don't really know Guwa like that, I was born in 97, all right? I'm 24, all right? So, when I was, like, younger, like, you know, I would say, like, up to, like, the fifth grade-ish age, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, so, which is like 10, right? 10, 10, fifth grade is 10. Nobody in the corner. Uh, you know, I would fucking, uh, you know, listen to music. And it's kind of like just, just seeing how like the generations, how the generation shifts happened. As far as like who's considered the greatest of a generation or who's considered like the king of rap or whatever. Who got the crown, you know? Ain't no seeing it go from my old Jay-Z being, you know, one of the, being the biggest rapper in the world, you know what I'm saying? In the late 90s, early 2000s, you know what I mean? Uh, and Snoop, I, I have to throw Snoop Dogg up there, bro. Y'all, I'm tired of people acting like Snoop Dogg ain't dropped no bops, nigga. You know what I mean? Snoop Dogg was out here making great music, bro. Snoop Dogg was on two of the most iconic regional labels in hip-hop of all time. He was on Death Row, all right? Death Row in L.A. And he was part of No Limit Records in New Orleans, all right? Two of the most influential, like each of those record labels helped put their region on the fucking map. You know what I mean? So it's just like, bro, we can't just ignore Snoop Dogg, you know? And also, if we, in the same sense, we can't ignore Master P because he's the one who saved Snoop Dogg. Uh, from death row and then we would have never had drop it like it's hot all right and that shouts out to pharrell okay but i mean also i mean bro what was simple he had drop it like it's hot sensual seduction uh 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 i'm sure he had some other stuff he was on a bunch of dj Khaled songs you know what i mean you know how that go um but any, anyway, 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 anyway maybe it was just jay-z you know i can't even remember who else was kind of Fighting for the crown in that moment. Nas kinda, you know, him when him and Nas had I don't know if that was more of just a Jay-Z Nas beef or if they were like, I'm beefing for the crown in New York. Cause I don't I don't I love Nas. I don't think that he was uh I don't know if he was necessarily on the same cultural level of significance as Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Like is that is that a fair assessment? Is that a fair assessment? Even like we can, because we can argue discography all day, I guess. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you can't, you can't really beat Hard Knock Life. You know what I mean? You can't really beat fucking, uh, what was it? Just the Reasonable Doubt album was just fire. The Black album was fire. Uh, Blueprint, you know, fire. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm really just, I don't, I don't really understand Outside of Illmatic, uh, I mean, uh, what was it called? K the uh, King's Disease, uh, the first one. I need to listen to the second one. Well, I mean, who else was really competing with Jay-Z at that time for, like, the number one rapper in the world? DMX, I'll give it to him. Uh, for sure. He was also a cultural phenomenon. But I'm like, do we do we take longevity beforehand in that moment or just the cultural impact in that moment, you know? Cause then also, I mean, Jay-Z ended up marrying, you know, dated and married Beyonce, who was I mean, we all know who the fuck Beyonce is, all right? Like niggas call her Queen B. And we just all know who we talking about, all right? But like kind of seeing it go from like that shift of, all right, Jay-Z's running the game, and then he kind of brings up Kanye, and then we can argue Kanye is like in a whole nother category of like influence on culture. You know, I'm a Kanye stan. I don't know if y'all know this. I'm a Kanye stan. All right. I got my hat on. I got my flag up. All right. You know what I mean? That That's that's my Donald Trump. All right. That nigga can say and do whatever he want to do. All right. I'm going to listen to the album. All right. Whenever the shoes, bro, if he, if let Kanye make some shoes on the $200, boy. Let me be able to cop some Yeezys or it, bro. Even if it's just a slides, bro. Let, let me be able to cop something under $200. I also, I don't look that hard. Like, I don't look that hard for deals. Like, I, as I said, that a StockX uh, fucking email came in on my phone. All right. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I don't know. Could we argue Kanye West for the early 2000s? For the early 2000s, though. Not definitely like late 2000s for sure Kanye West but are we can we still throw him in that early in that early 2000s kind of fighting for the crown because I feel like at that time he was still kind of like oh this is Jay-Z's protege you know uh fuck who else was crazy like had a, 
anyway, all right, I'm going on a tangent that I don't really care to go on right now. But if you do want to have that argument, bro, let's bro, 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 bro. First off, bro, I'm we 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 gonna talk about it in the fucking uh in the comments, all right. I might even post this clip so we can talk about it, all right. But uh shit, the thing I was gonna say, all right, the thing I was gonna say. I kinda never have the same angle on this camera. All right, all right. But uh, I remember seeing uh I remember kind of uh seeing like j cole and kendrick kind of make that rise from like their mixtape phase like from their mixtape phase into like you know their initial album runs and stuff like that like you know the whole friday night lights um what's called any given the friday night lights any given sunday uh you know those mixtapes you know you know if wolf or j cole you know that led up to the warm-up and uh because to be honest, my, my first favorite uh, J. Cole song, you know, I was actually introduced to J. Cole uh, with Who Dat. All right. That was my first J. Cole song I heard. And that's just because, you know, it was on the radio uh, when I was growing up. And, you know, my dad stayed playing the radio because that's what old people do, especially in the early 2000s. Because it's not like there was ox chords weren't like a super, super big thing. Also, none of my friends had a car, so we didn't really care to have an ox chord. But uh, yeah, my dad listens to like a lot of the radio, so it's like a lot of my first, a lot of my first impressions of a lot of like who we consider the greats now. Uh, I mean, was through radio singles. All right, you know, hey, at me, boy. You know what I'm saying? Go big, go up. Listen to the radio as a kid. All right, cool. All right. This is before SiriusXM kind of came into the the play. This was this was back when Sirius and XM were two completely separate companies. You know what I mean? That's how long I've been listening. Uh, but even like, you know, uh, Kendrick's fucking, um, well, like overly dedicated, uh, the, the K dot mixtape, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff, you know, section 80 was kind of like retrospectively, was it retrospectively, whatever after the fact was like kind of pushed as like, Oh, this is, this is more of an album. All right. Which I agree. But, uh, see, even then I'm like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's almost better for the lore of who Kendrick Lamar is, you know, like 20 years from now, I feel like when people talk about Kendrick Lamar, we're going to talk about section 80 as a mixtape. You know what I mean? And we're just good. K Matt city is his first studio album. Like, I feel like that's how that is the, I feel like in order for us to really put the level of respect that he's going to like, you know, that he deserves to be honest on his name, Good Kid, Mad City has to be considered his first studio album in Section 80, just a deluxe-level mixtape, you know? Woo. But, I mean, but, I mean, who else? Who else would we keep? Drake, all right? Uh, even just seeing him kind of make that little rise from, from rapping on Degrassi to whatever. What was that? What was that? That mixtape call where he's, like, he's like in, like, a an overcoat. And the seasons are changing. I don't remember what it was called. Is it called Long Long Time Coming? Like, that cannot be it. I refuse to believe that he named a mixtape Long Time Coming. Uh, but yeah, I remember that, you know. Uh, then he came out, you know, the So Far Gones and the Thank Me Laters and shit like that. And then he finally dropped that uh, Take Care album, right? Which is, like I said, I... To, for the lore of who Drake is, I consider Take Care his first row album. Like, So Far Gone, Thank Me Later. Those were kind of, for me, for me, from my perspective and kind of just how I kind of saw things as I was introduced to him and how it was kind of just presented to me, you know? It was kind of those were more mixtape vibes. You know what I mean? Those were more mixtape vibes. I feel like the Take Care album is a more true reflection of who Drake was in that period. Uh, just me. Just me. But back to the question at hand, all right? You know, what would you guys think? Like, who who you guys, who you guys, you know, bumping right now? Right? Are you bumping that Donda? Huh? You bumping that? Are you praising God? All right? First off, are you giving any recognition to your Lord and Savior? That's, that's the first question. Are you listening to Donda? Uh, and the second one, you know, how, how, how are y'all feeling with... Uh, Certified Lover Boy. You know what I mean? How are y'all feeling about it? How did you feel when you heard a grown ass man whisper, I'm too sexy for my shit? 
like directly into your ear, bro. Like I um like the first time I, I tried to listen to the album, uh, it was like last week. I was like on like a walk, a walk run, all right, a walk run, all right. I ran a little bit, walked a little bit, ran a little bit, walked a little bit. And uh, when it got to the way too sexy track, because I I heard the track before I saw the music video. The music video is hilarious. The music video was fire. I'll give Drake all the credit that he deserves. Excuse me. I'll give Drake all the credit he deserves. You know what I'm saying? As far as uh, you know, his music videos are concerned, phenomenal music videos. They're basically sh shit. Excuse me. They're basically like short films and sketches and stuff. So I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for the way he kind of presents his music in that in that light, the visuals. But uh, I did not appreciate hearing that in my ear. You know what I mean? Hearing hearing another grown ass man say how how he is too sexy for all of these general things. You know what I mean? You too sexy for the trap. A lot of niggas are too sexy for the trap. All right, it's, that's that's why it's called a struggle. Because it's like, you ain't supposed to be there, but goddamn, you feel like you got to, all right? That's what a struggle is, all right? You too sexy for the syrup? Too sexy for the syrup? First off, bro, for any of my friends, you know, any of the listeners, if you got friends or family that that, that are using, using, you know, things like, uh, like uh, promethazine, you know what I'm saying? Hydrocodone, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, you know what I'm saying? These, these strong-ass pharmaceutical cough drugs, right? Everybody's too sexy for that, all right? You're not special being too sexy to be hooked on drugs. Most of us are, all right? Most of us are. I just didn't like the song. Is that okay? Is that okay? Is that okay for me to say that I just didn't like this one Drake song so much that it ruined my perspective of the album for three days? Because like even like listening back, and also I think the the very, all the... The singles, like the the star tracks, you know, on Apple Music, I feel like most of the songs are overhyped as fuck. All right, Lil Baby Kill, Girls Like Girls, um, you know, uh, fuck, what else was what else was in the beginning of the fucking album? Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank here. On the Bible, in the Bible, whatever the whatever that song is called, I kind of fuck with that one. Uh, some of the songs though, I was just kind of like, all right, these are just very, these are very much so, uh, fan service pop songs. You know, I feel like the, the second, once I kind of got to, into like the second half of the certified lover boy album, I was just like, Ooh, okay. This is, this is where, you know, the album starts. Like for me, the album kind of starts at TSU, you know, and TSU is not even my favorite song. I just feel like TSU does a better job kind of setting up the setting up the aesthetic of the album you know i feel like that was the first song that was very much so the certified lover boy aesthetic that i felt like i was going to get initially uh and i'm like the opposite with donda you know what i mean like i feel like donda started off super strong despite what people say about that first track donda 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 you know what i mean like whatever you know is it weird yeah all right fine it's very symbolic it's very creative i think is i think artistically it is it is expressed very well even if you didn't you know necessarily understand it or catch it the first time i personally from where i stand my my personal opinion all right i thought it was expressed very well and the first half the first like half of the album i felt like was just extremely strong it was extremely strong like if he would have like, I don't know how that album would have felt if those songs were spread out. But the, like, the first, like, I would say the first, like, six to, like, eight-ish tracks of that album really did carry me through the rest of Like, the, the feelings and things that I got from the beginning of that album kind of carried me through. All right? That's where I stand on it. I personally still think that Donda is a better album in this current moment in time. I think Donda's a better album. All right. Certified Lover Boy is taking the back seat. You know, and that's not, that's not, it's no shade. All right. It's no shade. But I'm also, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't relate. I don't relate to, to any of the themes uh, in Drake's music. Not anymore. All right. Like when I was, you know, before, when I was a younger man. All right. When I was, when I was, when I was a, when I was a child, I did childish things. And when I became a man, I put those childish ways aside. You know what I'm saying? 
Like I'm not I'm not finna call myself no boy. All right, that's first and foremost. You know, you know. I take that back. All right, I'll be I'll be your boy. All right, you know what I'm saying? That that's how your boy do. All right, but for sure not no certified lover boy. That's not me. All right, I'm not I'm not out here fucking on these hoes. You know what I mean? Even when I was single, fucking on these hoes was not what was happening. It was kind of like oh I'm like. I'm getting very emotionally invested with these hoes uh, with no sort of security behind it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, I like you, you like me, but we ain't going to do nothing about it except for get our feelings hurt because uh, some other dude is just more upfront. Boom. All right. Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I feel like my, my biggest thing with, I feel like my biggest thing with like uh, the new Drake album is just like, I feel like I see the growth of his producers more than I see growth in Drake himself. You know what I mean? Cause I'm part of me. I'm just like, you've been rapping about fucking strippers and, you know, having trust issues with both the women in your life and your friends, which is weird. Right. For decades, nigga, like what Drake got like real hot. Maybe like I was like six is grade. All right. So that's 11. Like that's 11, 12 is when Drake really started popping. Like I said, I'm 24, bro. So you're telling me in 12 years, in 12 years, it and it has taken you longer than a decade, you know, to, to find any sort of secure love, trust in anybody, anybody, trust in anybody. You got no friends in the industry, Drake. You've been in the industry. How long you ain't got no friends here? No friends. All right. And it's just, I definitely, like, I definitely get, the feelings, like I, I understand those feelings, I understand those those emotions and stuff like that. But for me, as a consumer, as someone who has followed someone for their career, I like to see growth because I've grown. I've grown since you know, since those days. Because even it's just like when I listen to music back then, when I listen to Drake's old albums, right? I feel more nostalgic about it than I do necessarily feel it in that moment. If that makes sense, like I'm not like. I'm not directly relating to anything from Take Care now. And I mean, and even as a kid, when I listened to Take Care, like I said, Take Care came out, I was in middle school. So it's just like, even, even then, it's just like, I'm not taking a whole lot of, like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't even like fully able to like grasp and understand what he was talking about. And even when I kind of got to an age where I could, I was just like, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Like you don't, you don't, you don't, you really don't have to live your life like that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I love my girl too much to really res for any Drake album to resonate with me now. All right. Like views, I would say views just because views is a whole, like it was a whole like transitional period just for everything. Right. It was a transition period for music, a transition for me personally felt like a transitional period for Drake in his career. You know what I mean? He was kind of like, I'm the biggest nigga in the world right now. You know, I'm what Jay-Z was, you know? And I'll, I'll even, I'll even, to an extent, give him that on a cultural level, yes, Drake, boom, kind of up there. You know what I mean? But if we want to talk about, like, for the craft, bar for bar, I'm talking about we put him ink to, ink to pad, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I still got to go with, you know, J. Cole, Kendrick, you know? And I'm super excited to hear this Kendrick album. Like, I, I know it's coming. I know it's going to be better than everybody's album that's dropped all fucking year. All right? Because he fuck, he was killing it on that Baby Keem album, you know? Killing it. Amazing, brother. Never call cases, brother. Face it, brother. Come on now. Come on now. Who What other rapper you know doing Hulk Hogan impressions? Huh? Huh? Name them. Name them. Who doing Hulk Hogan impressions no more, bro? Nobody. It's just Kendrick. At least in rap, it's just Kendrick. I'm ready for the album. The Baby Keem album was so good. It was so good. I feel like, I feel like this current, I guess, set of albums that are coming out. You're really seeing like, uh, I feel like it's a lot of like experimentation going on in hip hop right now. I mean, there always has been. But yeah, I feel like it's getting more out there. Like we're really stretching like the boundaries of what we consider hip hop. You know what I mean? Like that Baby Keem album and even the the Donda album is for sure like hey, we're, we're stretching it. All right. 
It's for sure stretching it. Uh, All right. Oh, I'm going to talk about this one last thing. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. All right. Let me get the fuck the fuck out here. All right. Uh, Yesterday, right? Sunday. 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 All right. It was the uh, opening, opening day, opening game, opening week. Of the NFL uh, regular season, you know, and you know, as as everybody on this podcast should know by now, your boy is a Panthers fan, and I'll tell you what, we played the Jets, and goddamn it, we did what we were supposed to do. All right, we did what we were supposed to do. All right, this is actually how every Carolina Panthers season starts off. We play like three, maybe four, bum ass teams, right? Bum, like bum, butt at booty butt cheeks ass teams, right? And they get my hopes up because in my mind, I'm like, this is just the NFL. You know, this is not a bum ass team. This is an NFL team. And also, I mean, come on now. But, uh, but you know, I was very, I was very happy to see them win this week. All right. Because my, my alma mater, you know what I'm saying? The illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University is 0-2 right now. And it is breaking my heart. We switched conferences. We switched conferences after being a dominating force, you know, in the MEAC conference, you know what I'm saying? That Mid-Eastern Atlantic conference, you know, after being just a dominating force, you know, back-to-back champs a couple times, you know what I mean? It's just like, they're just like, oh, we got to do, we got to move on to bigger and better things in a bigger and better conference. Well, you know what else is also in a bigger and better conference? Bigger and better teams, like, Teams that can afford a lot more scholarships uh, for a lot more, you know, higher-ranked recruits, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm just kind of like, God damn, you know what I mean? Let's, we was doing so good. Why couldn't we just be a dominant? Why couldn't we just be the Patriots of the MEAC? Why couldn't we be the Patriots of the MEAC and then someone else be the Steelers? You know what I mean? Why couldn't we just do that? Why couldn't we just be that nigga forever, you know? But I mean, it's fucking, you know. It is what it is, you know. But uh, hopefully, right? Hopefully, especially like with these NCAA rules and stuff like that, changing for, uh, you know, athletes being able to start taking, you know, sponsorship money. You know what I mean? Kids are able to go into college to play sports already making millions of dollars, to be honest, you know. And I'm really hoping that that kind of like shift will help push more kids to uh, more black kids, all right? To you know, go play at HBCUs, because I feel like the main reason why a lot of a lot of kids, black kids, were weren't going to HBCUs is because like your your whole. I feel like if you know that that you're getting recruited for a sport, if you know you're getting recruited to play a college sport, I feel like it's only natural for you to be like, all right, well the 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 next step is the pros, is the league, all right. And you want to go somewhere where the where the league is feasible. You want to go somewhere where you know it's been proven that people can get to the league. You want to go somewhere where it's proven that you're going to have the connections, the trainers, blah, 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 the resources, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm saying is, though, what I'm saying is, if we get more five-star, even four-star recruits of any sport, really, to go to these HBCUs, bro, it would make a world of difference. Like even yo, shouts out to Prime Time guy. Oh, shouts out to Deion Sanders, doing working wonders at Jacksonville State. All right, or Jackson State, whatever, bro. All right, because he is like he is really, or he is really like trying to like push and raise the standards of HBCU athletics. All right, he's really trying to push and raise the standards, not just on like the quality of players that we get, but just how the players are treated, the way the players are presented. Like it's, it has always been. You know, you go to an HBCU, it's just kind of like a, it's kind of like a given or like, you know, an unspoken where it's just like, oh, you're, you're just going to have to be able to deal with and make do with, with less. All right. Like that's, that's kind of like the stigma of, of going to an HBCU, whether, whether it's athletics or not, to be honest, like, you know, it can, even if you're going to an HBCU, to an HBCU purely for academics, you know what I mean? It's a lot of, uh. That's a lot of stigmas that come with that. Oh, like, you know, oh, you're not going to be somewhere that's super funded, which is often true. All right. But it's like it's like us just accepting these stigmas is truth. 
not doing nothing about it, not thinking, thinking that the only way that we can improve our situation is by going somewhere else. That is doing way more damage than good. All right. Like you, you might personally on an individual level benefit from that. But if we really start thinking like holistically, I know this is, this podcast is going in a different direction. Than I thought it was going to go. All right. I woke up this morning in a whole nother mood. Okay. Okay. But just straight up, bro. Like if we, and this, this isn't even just for HBCUs. This is for anybody, any, anything that you trying to do in life in general. People are always going to try to be like, oh, no, well, if you do this, you're not going to be able to do that. If you do this, this isn't available. If you do this, you won't get these opportunities. And that is almost like it's, it's to be honest, it's, it's only true if you let it be true, bro. You know what I mean? Like people were like, you know, when I was kind of, you know, a younger man, you know, a younger man than I am right now, you know, because I'm still pretty young. But people were just kind of like, oh, you can't you can't. There's no way you could start a comedy career living in Greensboro. Well, I've proven them wrong. You know what I mean? It's, uh, oh, you can't really, you know, work in this field unless you move out of North Carolina, blah, 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 blah. Well, if anything, the pandemic proved that, you know, I can do anything remotely, you know? And it's, and it's just always kind of like, all right, well, like, what, what are the decisions that you are making that are going to allow your situation to be beneficial for you? All right. It's not always about the actual situation. It's what you're doing with the situation, you know? You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, bro. Y'all, you know, sometimes, and even me, this, I mean, even that's, even that in itself, you know, is maybe more for me than, than most of you. But I mean, listen, if you listen to this podcast and you're just kind of like, yo, I'm trying to fucking figure out, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get from where I'm at to where I want to be. And it, and it may seem like the farthest distance that any human could possibly travel it could seem like that the person that you want to be is further away than it's ever been in your fucking life but i'm bro i guarantee you bro i guarantee you bro everything is just decisions away like individual decisions like you can only get there one decision at a time the only way to score a touchdown is to make the right passes you know what i'm saying like on the right plays you know what i mean to make the right runs on the right on the right fucking drives, you know what I'm saying? I butchered all that football shit. But you know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro? Like you 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 have to play the game right. All right? You have to be able to analyze the game. You have to be able to adapt to the game and you just got to you just got to make do with what you got. Stop fucking making excuses, all right? Listen. Guwap loves you. Guwap believes in you. Guwap wants you to be all you want yourself to be, all right? And bro Join me in getting out of our own way, all right? I've been I've been trying my damnedest to get out my own way. Whether it's, you know, me thinking negatively about myself, whether it's me just simply not doing the things I know I need to be doing, whether it's just me just not setting boundaries with other people cuz sometimes sometimes I would have already dedicated myself to do something for me, but because someone that I'm, you know, that I love and care for ask me for something or reaches out to me for something. I always feel like I have to, you know, kind of put me aside to accommodate them. And to be honest, that does more hurt than harm. Even though me personally, I'm, a, I'm naturally, I'm a caretaking person, but I like to take care of people. I like to make sure that the people around me, the people in my life, the people that I love, you know what I'm saying, are doing good, you know? And uh, it does kind of, it does kind of fucking, you know, frustrate me when I when I can't be helpful but it all it frustrates it frustrates me even more when I can't help myself so Abra, if you're one of those people who have a hard time setting boundaries for yourself you know and you know getting shit done all right hey bro this is the week bro this is the week we change all that shit this is the week we say no to the bullshit and yes to the things that are making us better all right listen I'm gonna get the fuck out of here all right I'm gonna get out of here all right I, I hope that I said something in the last 50 minutes that made you be like, God damn, Guwap was really speaking to me today. Guwap was really, Guwap really wanted me to hear what he had to say. Or you're thinking Guwap is going through something and he is just trying to project positive energy, uh, you know, into the world and, and, and therefore back into myself. Cause what goes around comes around, baby. You know what I mean? Um, uh, 
listen, you already, you already know the deal. All right. You already know the deal. All right. Follow me on social media. Goo up with the ooh up. All right. G-O-O-W-A-P-W-I-T-D-A-O-O-W-A-P. I almost forgot it. I'm going to do it again. G-O-O-W-A-P-D-A. Fuck. I messed it up. All right. All right. Last time. Last time for real. G-O-O-W-A-P-W-I-T-D-A-O-O-W-A-P. All right. Let's go out with the ooh up. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. That's on uh, Twitch. That's on YouTube. All right. Look your boy up. Support a nigga. Um, you know, share this shit. Uh, you know. Put a friend on. If you got a friend that needs some motivation, bro, put them on. You know what I'm saying? Or if they just need a laugh, put them on. You know what I'm saying? You know, be, 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 be that guy. All right? Be that guy. Be that gal. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Be that them. You know? Uh, shit. Listen. Love you guys. All right? Love you guys. I, in the last few months, I have come to think of y'all as family. All right? You know, and I'm a... Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just I just feel comfortable bearing my soul to y'all. All right. So I, I hopefully you're comfortable, you know, listening to me. Hopefully you, you get something out of this podcast. If anything but a couple laughs, goddamn. All right. Fucking just, you know, bro, just thank you. Thank you, everybody who's watched. Thank you, everybody who's shared. Thank you, everybody who's listened. Thank you to everybody who's just been of any, you know, significant help. Play any, not even significant, bro. Just anybody who has been played any part played any significance whether it's just sharing a post commenting liking putting a friend on whatever it is playing the podcast you know while you got people over or while you, your girl or your mans or you know however you roll while we're there around you know what i'm saying i just appreciate it you know i i, I genuinely genuinely i appreciate it um and listen i like bro same same goal as last week all right same goal as last week Yo, make three people smile this week, bro. Make three fucking people smile this week. Change your community. Be a positive force in the world. I love you. Goo wop with the ooh wop. Goo wop with the ooh wop. Goo wop with the ooh wop. Goo wop. Oh yeah.